Hello and you're listening to FP Cast, the podcast for Thrillist Pursuits where we bullshit about the week in pop culture. I'm Luke. I'm Jacinta. And this week we are talking about... Pick a P. Mm. All over the place, we are talking about Detective Pikachu. We are. We caught it all of it, all of the running time. Yep. Yeah, except yep. that little bit where I snuck out, but <laughs> yeah. I stand yeah, by you, my decision. Your bladder hasn't gone well the last couple of weeks in films. Nah, not if I drink one of those big uh, Cokey Boys. Yeah, well, there's an easy solution to that. Don't, Don't drink, drink one a big of those cokey big boy. cokey boys. <laughs> I, I got to do it though. I'm compelled. Okay. So today we are reviewing Detective Pikachu, which mm. we've just come out of. Just withdrawn from <laughs> Pikachu. Yeah. We were quite deeply inserted in it yeah. about an hour or so ago, but yeah. uh, now we're kind of um, cleaning up afterwards. Uh-huh. And uh, we will, of course, be talking about the third last episode of Game mm, of Thrones. I can't believe it's nearly over. Like, this until, is crazy. Until one of the three spin-offs Oh, yeah. It's happen. not going to be the same characters, but... No. Yeah. Still. So, uh, we'll be talking uh, about that spoiler field at the end of the episode. And uh, new month of What to Watch Challenge, we're going to be talking about the fact that we each watched a film. I'm not doing very well today. Uh, each watched a film with costumes by Colleen Atwood. Mm. Is she related to Margaret Atwood, I imagine, given the film that you watched? I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, they got the same surname. Yeah. Could be. Mm. But, you know, women like to get married and uh, change their names sometimes, so it's, it's hard they to do. tell. But then Margaret Atwood is a very strong woman with a lot of a really progressive ideas, so maybe mm. not. Yes. It's just speculation mm. at this point. I'm looking for that flyer. I'll talk about it at the end, so I can't find it. Not relevant to you, dear listener. Just me thinking about things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to read the stuff out, but I'll do it at the end. Okay. And I've got it in my head, I think. Okay. Mm. Cool. I'll let it that bit out. Yeah. I won't. No, I know you won't. I'm just talking to Phil Silence. Come on. You you bloody lead the show then. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's not my role here. Susan Land always accuses me of talking all over the top of you, but then I think a lot of the time I'm just feeling what would otherwise be an uncomfortable silence. It's not uncomfortable for me, buddy. No. Yeah. Well, Jacinta gets comfortable. It's uh, it's some quiet time. Comfort in silence. Just listen. This is why it's a miracle I've been uh, still doing this show for the last five years. Just listen and know that we're there Mm -hmm. and feel comfortable about Mm. that. We're going to talk about the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, the newest Mm. trailer that does... Comes with its own spoiler warning at the front of it. Spoil some Endgame stuff. Mm. Can we just talk about this now? I mean, has it been been long enough? Look, the the trailer's out. Like, you know, if it's a trailer for a thing, we can talk about the trailer. It's fine. We're not going to go into specific Endgame spoilers or anything, but... Uh, you know, it does happen after. Yeah. 
End game. And look, you know, if you don't want to... I mean, I, th- I feel like from this point on, we may be casually dropping end game conversation into general. I feel like we should be able to. The only thing yeah. is that I know that we probably have quite a few listeners who are adultsmen. Mm-hmm. And they have children. Mm-hmm. And they're like... Uh, and by when I say adultsmen, I mean women too, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, and they have children. And they're like, yeah, but uh, look, it's actually difficult for me to get away and see a movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, like, I, I'm not going to go see it in that first couple of weeks because I can't. Okay. I mean, that's fine. But, but then you should have worn a rubber Johnny. Yeah. And I mean, like, you kind of are running the pop culture gauntlet at this point. Like, shit is everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, so. So let's talk about it. Yep. So, you know, Spider-Man misses his pal. Yep. All his, his, his buddy chum. His buddy chum. Mm. Uh, look, no, no direct spoilers. <laughs> Mustachy man. <laughs> uh, Mr. Tin. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of something along those lines. I keep going back to, like, the... Uh, Suitman. No, the, like, the element for... Like, I was like... F.E.? Fee man? Fe- Ferris man. Femin. Ferris Bueller. No. Oh. Man. Mm. With the moustache man? Yeah. Ray-Ban man. Yeah. The, Avi- uh, no, Avi- aviator man. He's an aviator guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fly. <laughs> Protected from the elements man. Ready boy. Yeah. Uh, man. Ready man. Yeah. Yeah. Ten-year Tony. Oh! Oh! Yeah, anyway, he's dead. And uh, Peter's sad about that. He's pretty sad. Yeah. And, and he, you know, what, how does the world move on? He's kind of lucky because... They paint murals by the look of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Works for Taylor Swift. <sighs> She's still here, though. Yes. Mm. But number two. Didn't make it to number one with oh. me. It's because it's shit. You know what? Like, no, it's growing on me. No, I've heard it on the radio a lot, and it's not growing on me. I do. I will admit, I like the film clip. I think that film clip's really cool, but that song is balls. Anyway. But, but there's only one of me, and baby, that's the fun of me. Hmm. No, fuck off. And I like Brendan Urie as well. And even even he didn't. He couldn't save that song for me. Anyway, Spider Man. Yes. Uh, so he's sad that Taylor Swift didn't get to number one. Yep. And all of his friends that are important all died as well. Yes. And then came back all the and same then age. All came back. What a nice. So they're all okay. Ned. Yep. And um, Betty Brandt looks like she's got more of a uh, angry rice, more of a role this mm-hmm. time, doing some action. Mm-hmm. And um, MJ and Nick Fury's MJ, she's all fine too. Mm-hmm. And Nick Fury's like, "Hey, Spider Man, um, pick up the phone." Mm. Spider Man's like, uh, 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 "No way, I'm going to Europe. Mm. I'm gonna have a European vacation." Mm-hmm. Like uh, those national lampoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means he might go to Oktoberfest and see some boobies mm. if I remember that film. Mm. Correctly, no, no, I do. <laughs> um, but then Nick Fury like breaks up the party and says, "Hey, you got to do some Spider-Man work here." Mm. And, um, and he's like, "Can't we have one of the better Avengers?" And they're like, "No, no." And he's like, "Hawkeye, even? No, he's Hawkeye's kid. He's <laughs> good with a bow and arrow. Mm. No, nah. no." He gets called a bitch. <laughs> he does get called a bitch. Yes, Nick Fury that calls was a... him a bitch. <laughs> That was a bit of a shocker. That is the best part of the trailer. <laughs> and the best then, part of the trailer is uh, Maria Hill is back. She's my favourite. Yeah, and she's I'm back so too. happy that she's back. And then I feel like I'm telling this in a very exciting, engaging way. 
Um, and then... And then... <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal's there. And then Jake Gyllenhaal's there. And then he has uh, no, a cape. And then... But he's handsome. Oh, he's so he handsome. He looks so good. He does. I like, like, he does I look really good. Look, I don't need to tell the listener that I am a straight man. Because <laughs> my heteropheromones mm. are probably travelling through your earbuds. And uh, mm. given the... Uh, Ladies out there, a wee bit of a tingle. But I will say I got a man crush on Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. He just looks fucking great. He does, yeah. And um, I think there's an interesting cut in the trailer too where is it like Fury says something like, you know, do we need a new Iron Man? Uh, You know, as if it's going to... Is Spider-Man going to be the new Iron Man? Mm. But then it cuts to a shot of Mysterio flying around and doing rad stuff. Mm. And it's like... Could you get away with that? Could, like, Gyllenhaal as a man from another universe, and we'll get to that later, even though Mysterio is a very unlikely candidate. Because mm, Mysterio is a bad guy, isn't he? Yeah, and probably still is. Yeah, he's going to turn on them at the end. But, but could he become in Iron turning, Man? In a cunning twist of events. Even for a bit. Could we have different people putting on an Iron Man suit over the next couple of years and just sort of, you know, a, bit of a, the a little bit of a suck it and see? It's a little bit of a, a little bit of a suck Test on the little, little little island. It's a little bit of a little bit of a, the oh yes, I do like that uh, little Jake flavor there. Why not? I'll have another year of that. The fuck happened there? Uh, yes, I I I didn't quite interpret it like that, but uh, that could be an interesting an interesting thing. I mean, there's so many different Iron Man suits. They wouldn't even have to, you know, they could... Uh, think of the merchandising if everybody came along and everybody had their own Iron Man suit. There's at least 40-odd Iron mm. Man suits. Mm. Iron Man. Men. Men. Men suits. And an Iron Lady suit. Mm. At least one. Yes. Could be more. Mm. So, yeah, why not? We, we don't know. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I th- I mean, this is a pretty good trailer. Like, I have previously not been super excited for Spider-Man movies. I really do like Tom Holland. I think he's really great um, and fun to watch, but this made me look forward to this film. Well, It's, the, it's cool. The best bit of information is this idea that the, the snap ripped a hole in our dimension, mm-hmm. ripped a new one, mm. goat seeded up, <laughs> and just as it was stretched out, out popped yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> he's like a little hemorrhoid of the universe. He's from another dimension. That's why his helmet's shaped like that, because he's a... Yeah. And we've got a um, multiverse now. Mm. Which is crazy, isn't it? Like, Marvel have just... They can do whatever the fuck they want now. Like, they have time travel and they have a multiverse. Like, it is just open season. So, multiverse allows for alternate dimension versions of other characters, surely. Mm. So, you know, Spider-Gwen, etc. It allows for... Hawkeye with a personality? Character... Well... (laughs) Bucky with a facial expression. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. But it allows for characters that haven't exist in this world to, to exist in this world because they come from an alternate world. Mm. So not only is that an interesting way to add the Fantastic Four, especially considering that... Well, that's how they'll introduce surely the X-Men because they've yeah. established that there's n- not really mutants yeah. because they've had um, Quicksilver and... Um, yeah, so this Scarlet is Witch. excellent for the Fox merger. Mm. And, and not that we're going to see these things. They've pretty much said we won't see these things straight away. Mm. But not only could you get in the Fantastic Four, and bear in mind that in their universe, Reed Richards, mm. yeah, he 
likes growing some stubble and fucking around with this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, multi-dimensions and stuff. Mm. So, you know, he would be quite into this. He'd go, oh, fuck, there's a disturbance. The hole for me to stick myself into. Well, Reed uh, Richards would love that. He'd really stretch out his neck. Mm. Put his on the line, yeah, mm. for this one. But so not only could you have them from another dimension going through this rift, you could have the 60s version of them because it could be the 60s in their dimension, which would be awesome. And please, for the love of God, give us the 90s version of the X-Men. That would be Mm. the best if they came through. Mm -hmm. And I would love it even if... Look, I don't want an angry phone call from Ty Sheridan Mm -hmm. going, Hey, listen, fucker. It's all right for you to sit down there down under and say, oh, I'll give this a new 90 Cyclops. Mm. I'm like, I got fucking, I got fucking bills to pay, dickhead. I'm like, well, why can't the multiverse 90s uh, Cyclops look like you, Ty Sheridan? Mm. You think those uh, big shoes, uh, you want to keep filling them? Well, fucking step right up, my friend. Mm. Oh, hang on. I've got another call coming. What? James Marsden, mm. what? Now you're in. Well, look, you can be fucking Cyclops too. Mm. We can have two Everyone of them. Everyone can be Cyclops. Yeah, come on mm. in. Yeah. We've got 40 odd Iron Man here. Mm. Oh, let's bring in 40 Cyclopses. You know, the problem Sounds with great. you need more than two. Otherwise, you've got two eyes. Mm-hmm. And you're not a Cyclops anymore if you're standing together. Well, technically, he has two eyes at all times. Does he, though? Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And we can have a Wolverine in the suit. We can just have everything we ever wanted. Mm. and uh, Except for Deadpool. Those people go, oh, then wouldn't it be funny if Deadpool was it? No, shut up. Would it be funny if the next Stan Lee cameo is just Deadpool holding the severed head of Stan Lee? No. What if Deadpool wasn't in the movie, every movie, and he was eating a chimichanga and made a joke about masturbation? <laughs> <laughs> a height of comedy. What if, like, it was a close-up and really sad moment and Scarlet Witch was crying and then Deadpool, that prankster, just turned up and, like, slapped his dick on the side of her face. <laughs> and he How said, droll. And he said, that didn't sound right at all. Or something like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. We've solved that. Mm. Uh, oh, we also got the trailer for It 2. Mm-hmm. It, Chapter 2. More It. Uh, Mint. Gr- Grown-up version of It. And that, like, Bill Hader, Jessica <laughs> Chastain, everyone's grown up. Uh, the clown's still there. He looks the same age. Uh, they're in Derry. Is it still the Scar Sky brother? I didn't see any Derry girls. But I'm sure they have girls in Derry. Derry Girls is very good. Yeah. It's a very good series. There's a mashup. That's definitely something I would watch, uh, be far more interested in watching than Spoopy Spoopy It 2. I watched Derry Girls season two last weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it looks spoopy. I'm excited. I know that you're not going to see it because mm. you're scared of the clown man. Yes, I am. But uh, it's Zach and Paris if you're listening. If anyone's listening... Uh, I'll come with you to see <laughs> It Chapter 2. It's mm. a really cool trailer. You haven't watched it, but nope. it is spooky. And um, oh, when I realised that I was getting a second serving of It uh, in September, mm-hmm. wow, I was a happy camper. What a great year for movies. So excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of a great year of movies, should we actually talk about the movie that we just saw? A little movie I like to call... Detective Pikachu? Oh, I thought you were going to say Blades of Glory. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. I like to call it Blades of Glory. (laughs) Uh, No particular reason. It's not thematically linked or anything. Mm. 
But yeah, Detective Pikachu, the mm. first live-action Pokemon movie to hit the big screen. Hmm. I'm going to handball this over to you. I would like to start this review by saying that we had a discussion... Uh, was it last week or the week before? It was last week. Last week. Um, it, it all melts into one. Um, about which Pokemon are the most fuckable. Now, I stand by my decision. Like, I couldn't remember the name of it, whether it was Mew or Mewtwo, but just, like, the thick one, and I very much stand by my decision I'm after seeing this movie. I'm amazed just standing by that conversation we had last week. Yep, absolutely. About fuckable Pokemon. Yep. So, yeah, he was pretty thick. Yep. Some, he's a thick boy. And he, he and he, thighs. And uh, he appears in about the first, you know, minute of the movie, and I immediately went, yes. That's the one. That's that's my guy. It's a bit of a handle on the back of his head as well. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it just all works. So, uh, Detective Pikachu. What about Licky Tongue? Mm, no. What if he just closed your eyes and thought of England? No. It's too, like, the tongue seems too aggressive. I think he could be gentle. Mm, could he? He'd cover a lot of area. I mean, he would, but it's like it's the finesse, not the, uh, you know, the... the uh, yeah, I, you'd think he would know the how, geography. To, how to use it, though. Well, I don't know. He didn't seem that, uh, that adept in the film. Anyway, Detective Pikachu um, is about a young man played by Justice Smith from The Get Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from the Get Down. Mm, yes. Um, going to investigate. Well, not even going to investigate. Like, his dad's died. And he's like, oh, shit. And he goes to the big city to collect his things and settle his affairs and then finds out that there's a mystery uh, from a, a wee little Pikachu. And then he goes off and investigates the mystery. The plot, it's fine. 90% of this film is just going, look at that Pokemon. And look at how great that Pokemon looks. It was, it was pretty fun. I like looking at the Pokemon. I thought it was joyous. I really enjoyed it because okay. it was just better than you'd think it would be. Like, the story was fine. It all sort of connects up and does its job. But the actual set pieces and action sequences are mm. really quite strong. Mm. And there are a lot of Pokemon in this film. There are a lot I think of Pokemon. when I first heard about it, there was initial like, oh, you know, what a shame we're not getting just a standard Pokemon movie. Mm. But I can't imagine what that would have been apart from... And I guess people maybe wanted that, like, to... You know, I would have liked a Nurse Joy or something to pop up in this. Bet you would. Team Rocket. Mm. But, uh, you know, there are still some tournament stuff in there. And, and mm. it, visually, the things it does, all the Pokemon it brings in to have this uh, really nice-looking city with all these Pokemon around, um, it, it didn't disappoint. I thought it was a really solid way to introduce us to this world. Yeah, I think solid is the best way of um, describing it. I... I you know, I, I enjoyed it, but, like, I'm not someone who's, like, super into Pokemon or anything like that. So I just, I had fun every time a new Pokemon um, turned up and in really enjoying the, you know, I guess the design of bringing them into the real world and, and the animation and, and that sort of thing. But, um... I thought it looked great. I thought it was just, it was just fun. It was just yeah. a lot of fun. And there were some sequences there which I just thought looked so good. Hmm. And, uh, you know, and I just watched and thought... Oh, how cool that we're getting this on the big screen, that we're mm. seeing that Pokemon battling this Pokemon, and that it looks so good. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. And Ryan Reynolds uh, didn't mind him at all. I I get it. He did bring a nice amount of humour to the character. Mm. I, I thought that the Pikachu character was uh, really fun to watch, partly because it's just so bizarre as well sometimes, have Justice yeah. Smith having this conversation with this. Yeah. And I mean, like, Pikachu's 
really cute. Yeah. So, like, you like looking at Pikachu. There's a good, like, story reason behind the whole thing, you mm. know, to, to justify this creature's presence. And it, uh, yeah, it was appealing. I, I didn't mind it at all. Mm. Mm. It was surprising that the uh, one of the more secondary Pokemons that you did see a lot was Psyduck. Love a Psyduck. That, that, that was a dirty bird. I like he him He was a, a lot. dirty I little like bird. I like a duck. I'm a duck fan. Mm, I like okay. Howard the Duck. Okay. And I like Psyduck. <laughs> Two ducks? Okay. I like Donald Duck. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I do. And I like right. Daffy Duck. Okay. I was listening to fucking Triple J and they were like, oh, we got someone on, they're in this crowd and they were looking for talents. And they were like, who does a Daffy Duck impression? Let's hear Daffy Duck. And then they did a Donald Duck. And everyone mm. was like, oh, that's so good. And I was like, that's how do people duck. not know their ducks? Mm. How do people not know that in this world? It's crazy. It was because the fucking Looney Tunes cartoons aren't on as much as they were when I was a child. I don't know how things were in the days of black and white TV when you were a kid. But um, there was so much Looney Tunes when I was... They were on a yeah. hell of a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We and were now, talking now about, not so much. We were talking about them with the teenagers yesterday and, mm. and um, lamenting that uh, some of them had no idea of the Roadrunner theme. Oh, fuck's sakes. And not just like the Roadrunner bit, beat, beat bit. Mm. I know the, you know, that coyote's really a crazy clown bit as well. Mm. Yeah. And mm. they were just, yeah. no, what, what's that? What's that bullshit? How dare children not like things that we liked many, many years ago? Does he turn into a pickle? Then. Oh, God. Fuck it. Oh. How, why did you have to invoke that? Flip the pickle, coyote. <sighs> You know, in real life, coyotes are faster than roadrunners. Be a total non-starter. Oh, yeah. Roadrunners are just like little chickeny things. Yeah. yeah but shit. again, again, it's one of those things where, you know, you nitpick it mm. and it's like, would it make it better? No. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it's in one universe. I'm sure there are some kids that would like to watch coyotes murder chickeny things. Mm. They're weird kids. Yeah, but that's just then what do you do for the rest of the series? Then the coyote has a full belly and lives a happy and fulfilled life. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then Acme stock plummets. Yeah. Uh, it all goes pear-shaped. Detective Pikachu. Love it. Mm. No, I loved it. I had fun. Yeah. Yeah, like, look, it was it was fun enough. As someone who's not particularly invested in Pokemon... Well, I'm not either. Came out, yeah, but, you know. Like, I know people who are invested in Pokemon, and I think they will like this more... Than I did. Or do you think there'll be people that love Pokemon so much, like poker purists, that they're just like, oh, what have you done to our Pokemon? Uh, that would never happen. I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe I've only experienced, like, good and chill Pokemon people, but mostly Pokemon people, I don't think, get quite as hung up on that weird shit. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. I'm sure there's some dirty, dark depths of the internet where people are making, like, Preg Pokemon fan art and like oh, talking about, to be. about the intricacies of um, you know weird Pokemon shit. Speaking of weird Pokemon like you shit, did at the beginning. Yeah, of yeah. Now going back to to Mewtwo, he had some uh, Sonic like unsettling teeth. Yeah, they were very weird. He doesn't have a pretty face. No, he doesn't. He's got like well, there's a lot of them that have that weird no nose thing. Mm. So. Like, the animators kind of have to find something to do in that area. Or even Pikachu's eyes, nose are quite far apart. Mm. So he actually had a lot of, like, expressive kind of folds mm. and wrinkles and things that appeared in that uh, T-Zone. 
Mm-hmm. Is that your T zone? That is the T zone. Oh, that is the T zone. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought he's. Yeah. If it, it, look, we don't ever get asked for quotes for posters and stuff. Mm. But uh, if you want to Luke Milton fruitless pursuits, Pikachu's T zone was working overtime. Mm. And if you put a few eyes over time, mm. be, I think that would look good on a yeah. poster. Yeah, I'm sure there's like 15 animators who worked on that T zone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think so they'd, were... they'd be pleased to know that you recognise their uh, their out in, input in the film. Shout out to the efforts of the T team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all like it's like fifteen Korean teenagers who got paid like five dollars a minute. It's tea time. Mm. Oh, so we're gonna go get tea? No, uh, we're gonna get working on that tea zone mm. of our uh, picture. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, can't really uh, claim that Ryan Reynolds has wasted anyone's time when uh, by not being funny when uh, I'm doing it right now. Oh yeah, but people pay to watch Ryan Reynolds That's not being true. funny. This is free. Yeah, this is free, and you have an option. Um, <laughs> can we? Look? Yeah, like the, I don't think there's there's not much else you can say about no. Detective Pikachu. No, no, I think no. like it's, the plot. I don't want to spoil the, the plot. Is fine and work. serviceable. Watching Pokemon is heaps of fun. If you like Pokemon, see the movie. And they look good. So, they they do look good. Like none of them you look at and go, oh, I don't know about that. This ain't your Sonic the Hedgehog mm. deal. Mm. This is um, straight up motherfucking the good stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> straight into your veins yeah and they do they have representations of the sort of classic uh, screen Pokemans that you might be more familiar with as well so that that was quite fun to see that so you know like those Sonic the Hedgehog people this weekend and they're not mm. they're not having a good time they, they probably are doing their best Psyduck impression clutching <laughs> their heads and being pretty worried mm-hmm. about what's going on I love that duck I haven't told you about my duck son. Oh, okay. Have I? I don't know. I, I feel like I'd remember a duck son story. On, I was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, I, 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 no, not on Instagram. I was on Pinterest. And oh, my feed okay. came up. And, you know, a lot of weird toys come up and a lot of Japanese stuff. But there was, a, I had to look up to find out what it was. It was a Korean duck mm-hmm. plush toy. Yes. With a big head and plastic beak. This yep. big yellow duck. And they do them at some from some cafe, and they all have different clothes. Some of them are wearing onesies or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's this one that's wearing a hat, a cap, that says, I love Papa. And he's got <laughs> glasses and a sweater with a little heart, okay. and he's carrying a school bag. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at him, and I was like, you're a good boy. Mm-hmm. You love your Papa, and you study hard. You're a good boy. Mm. And I kept saying to Suzanne, I need this. This is my son. I need this duck son. And um, for about a week, I would mm. go on the eBay and look at him. He's like, it's like 20 bucks. Mm. And I'd look at him and go, you're coming home to Papa. And I'd go buy it and then go, what am I going to buy a duck son? That's crazy. Mm. And I just wouldn't buy it. So mm. I didn't. And then uh, the other day, I had, a, I had a pretty like taxing day. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling a bit down. And then eBay's like... Are you still interested in your duck son? <laughs> he loves his papa yeah. and he's a good boy. Yeah. And I was like, you better bring that good boy home to me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, my duck son will be arriving soon. Oh, great. And I'm, you know, not going to have any real children, mm. but my duck boy. Mm. Two things you should know about him. 
Okay. Loves his papa. Mm-hmm. He's a good boy because he studies hard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you'll get to know him very soon. Yeah. I mean, I look forward to it to find out if this duck is is real or is just a figment of your imagination, no, like the duck is. at the rule show that one time. No, this he is... kept telling me that there was a duck walking through the art pavilion wearing clothes. Yeah. And it was true. You were the only fucking person that saw that duck. But then you saw it on the news. Did I? And you knew that it was no. true, and there were two of them. Did you see it on the news? Did you hallucinate? The duck no, the I definitely walked through the art okay, gallery yeah. and my duck son is real, my duck boy, <laughs> he's on his way, you're going to meet him. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to put him on Instagram or like if the world's ready to meet my, you know, <laughs> I don't want to distract him from his studies, mm-hmm. but he's a good boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about our what Good boy duck son. Good boy duck son. <laughs> he loves his papa. <laughs> Oh, we're going to talk about a film. You start. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do D&D today as well. Oh, oh That's going to be a silly show. Um, um, yes. Yeah, so we were looking at films with costumes by Colleen Atwood. And I hope you're Googling to find out if she's Margaret Atwood's sister or not. All right, I'll find out. I was actually going to show you a picture of the duck son. Okay, I'll have a look at the duck son in a minute. The figment of your imagination, duck son. Um, I watched a film from, I believe it's 1994, called Little Women, which... I feel like when I was younger, it was a bit of a staple that many other girls around my age had seen this film and enjoyed this film. As a youngster, it probably wouldn't surprise anybody to to learn that I wasn't really into girly things and the thought of going to see a movie called Little Women was not appealing to me. So I have not seen this movie up until this week. Little Women's fucking great. Mm. Like, it is so good. And there is, like... A bunch of really good actresses in it that I don't even know if they were particularly... Like, Winona Ryder would have been well-known back then, but there was, like, Claire Danes. Kirsten Dunst would have done Interview with a Vampire, maybe? Or was that, like, 95 or something? Um, and it's got, like, little baby Christian Bale and Eric Stoltz is in it too, which, like, no one cares about. Have you found uh, it? Um, I haven't found any reference to her, this sister, mm. but um, just so people know, Colleen Atwood, yeah. 70 now. Uh-huh. Um, but Chicago, Memoirs of, Memoirs of a Geisha, Alice in Wonderland, yeah. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, yeah. just if people want an idea of her work. Yeah, and I think I think mainly the reason I watch Little Women is because I think I had seen a bunch of those, those other ones already. I mean, I, I enjoyed the film just from the, you know, it's actually quite forward thinking for a movie from 1994 that the, uh, the women are very much about living their true lives and not... Uh, you know, conforming to what society wants for them. And then, you know, even if they do want those things that are, I guess, traditional for themselves, then that's okay too. It's really about wanting what you want. And I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty pretty good for 94. Um, As far as looking at the costumes and stuff go, because obviously we want to, that's where we're sort of focusing on this month. I mean, it's kind of just a periody tale and you see so many of those um types of films that it's hard to really you know differentiate one from the other as being better or worse um so like it was fine like everyone was wearing nice dresses and little pinafores Mm. and stuff like that um so yeah it was the costuming was fine i'm sorry colleen christian bale looked really cute though and he wasn't yelling at anybody no, yeah, so, well, not on. So that's not not um, on camera. Yeah, yeah. So that that came much later. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was a good, very yeah, extremely good movie that I enjoyed a lot. 
I was surprised. I'm not. There are some things that say that she is the sister, but I'm not convinced. Mm. No, because Margaret Atwood was born in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not so sure. Okay. I'm not so sure about that. So it's just a coincidence that they did. she did the costume for the movie. I think maybe, yeah. There's the duck son. Oh, fuck, that's so cute. It's like a little Pikachu duck. Isn't he lovely? <gasps> oh, he looks like a fucking nerd. No, hey. I'm going to get a duck son that's going to beat up your no. duck son. I'm going to get a motorcycle duck son. Look, look at that <laughs> duck son. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Oh. <laughs> do, you like, do you like God. the duck sons? Yeah, the duck sons are pretty good. <laughs> Look at just a naked duck son. Oh, that one's got no, a he's, he's got a dog collar on. He's a kinky duck son. He's a skateboard duck son. I'm going to buy a skateboard duck son. He's going to beat up your nerd duck no, son. No, mine loves I'm his go- I'm going to go to Build-A-Bear and get a little motorcycle jacket and he's going to beat Look. the shit out of your little nerdy daddy's boy. <laughs> How can you resist the duck son? <laughs> so good. So good. Okay. okay. Uh, I watched... Um, the Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. the 1990 Margaret Atwood mm-hmm. adaptation, mm-hmm. Of, which, of course, has been uh, had a big revival through the TV series, yep. which I watched. I've never mm-hmm. read the book. Um, it was interesting because the it's Natasha Richardson and Robert Duvall, mm-hmm. and the storyline, of course, is pretty much the same yeah. and hits all those same beats. It's a... It was a powerful story when it was written. It's a powerful story when it was filmed. It's a powerful story now, even mm. more so perhaps now mm. in this Trump era. The funny thing is, the thing that probably brings it down, this 1990 film, is the design. Mm. Like, it, it looks like a spotlight sale. Um, mm. Everyone's wearing these block colours and these really baggy, awful, either brown or red or mm. bright blue clothes. And uh, everyone's got a horrible perm at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, really, ironically, Colleen Atwood's work on that film is one of the biggest problems. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the film stock and just the look and sort of feel yeah. and atmosphere of it as well. Because um, it hits all the same beats, but at the same time, you look at how iconic the, the new, designs the new are. costumes yeah. are, where she has them in these really big, red, flowy, plain kind of choir robe things Mm. uh, which you know very deliberately shapeless but she has them in this like red netting veil instead Mm. and uh it just looks balls compared to how good it looks later on so yeah so really shows you how and i've been a firm believer of this that a lot of the time it's about execution i think people get really especially in the internet age when things are going to come out, go, oh, no, that's terrible, or you can't do that, or or, that won't work. Mm. And I think there's no bad ideas, there's just bad execution. Mm. You know, I think you can take anything, and I still reckon Rocket Raccoon's the poster boy for this, and you execute it right, Mm. and it works. Whereas uh, that could have been a... You know, there was a time when you thought, how the fuck is a talking raccoon going to work in the same world as Iron Man? Uh, But it does. Mm. But there's lots of ways where it wouldn't have... So, yeah, execution is really important, and uh, there are executions in the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, Colleen Atwood should be executed for the work. She, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just trying to segue. Uh, I feel like I may have seen this film. We, we did the book in high school, and in high school, you know, you read the book, then you watch the movie. So... I imagine that was probably the only one around at the time. I don't remember anything about it, but yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Look, we, yeah. Also, we also watched Kenneth Branagh Othello. I remember that one. Yeah. That was good. What a funny Othello is mm. Humphrey. This is for the old kids. <laughs> like with your black and white TVs. We did, have a, we did cartoons. have a little black and white TV when I was a child. Yeah, so did we. We had like this ancient one that um, we didn't have a TV in the room where we ate our meals. So we had this tiny little black and white TV that sat on the end of the table. No, our tiny little God black and forbid, white. God forbid we didn't have television. TV was our TV. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Until a little bit later and then we had a big colour one with knobs mm. on that you had to go on. No remote or anything. Mm. You had to go and change the channel. But mm. there were only two channels, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. It was just ABC and channel it's like 7 or 10 in Canberra in the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, right. And then we got SBS. I remember that coming in as a new thing. Okay. And I used to watch uh, all the foreign cartoons. Yeah, I bet you did. And uh, you know there's that Simpsons where they show the foreign cartoon? Mm. They were like that. Yeah. 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 I used to in high school, um, because everyone watched South Park, obviously, and they would often put things on after South Park that would potentially also appeal to a... Um, Stoner. A teenage slash stoner audience. And we discovered so many things as teenagers. I remember, you know, everyone coming to school and be like, did you watch The Weather Woman last night? Ah, The Weather Woman. <laughs> yeah. And just having our minds fucking blown by The Weather Woman. SBS Craziness. really did bring the culture game. Yeah. I mean, it was a very weird, twisted version of... Like, ABC had brought culture, and then yeah. the SBS came in and said... Look, oh, we thought it, we were so worldly. It opened we, up the world, yeah. We used to watch, uh, you know, Monkey Magic on ABC. Yeah. And then suddenly SBS is like, are you like that? Check this out. Before the internet, if you were, like, a teenage boy and you wanted to see some boobs... Mm-hmm. You had to watch SBS. SBS. That was it. It was it. That was your port of call. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Or you had to just draw them on a piece of paper, and that wasn't mm. always the same. Yes. Yeah. Memories. Back in our day, I think we need to talk about Game of Thrones. I think we do. I think we're like we're done. I think this is the problem with doing the show every week. Now we run out of shit to talk about. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's just my head's just. I don't know. I'm just not focusing. Mm. Okay. I just feel a bit like a, a bit like a bit of a silly Billy. Oh. Yeah. You feel it in your jellies? You're a bit a jelly in your jellies. I think, I think um, Pokemon just you know did something to me. It was a weird movie. Mm. I think maybe, you know, talking about South Park, remember yeah. there was those that Pokemon episode where it did flashy things and fucked with people's heads. I think maybe that happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. I can't remember what that was called. Choke-a-poo? <laughs> so Game of Thrones spoilers are about to start, but before we do that, because we know not everyone will stick around for that, uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've learned a lot. <laughs> today <laughs> about the olden days you can go and how f- things used to be and duck sons you can go to freelancepursuits.com to find out everything that we're doing please follow our facebook discussion group join that and um join the discussion uh we'd love to hear from you you'll also find links to our social media and to our patreon and to our itunes if you would like to rate and review us of course we're available where all good podcasts are distributed Possibly. I don't know, because I've never really put it anywhere, but it just shows up in places. And um, just so people know, if you're a listener of Dungeons & Drongos, uh, we are doing a live show very soon. Uh, If you're in Perth, 
that is on June the 3rd, which is a public holiday. It's a Monday. It's at the Claremont Showgrounds from 3 to 5 o'clock. And it's part of um, Objective Secured's uh, Southern Hemisphere Open, which is a really big gaming convention of uh, tabletop stuff, role-playing stuff, CCG, collectible Pokemon stuff. I bet there'll be plenty of Pokemans there. And uh, we'll have we'll be there all weekend. We'll have a table. I'm um, get some uh, exciting I got some uh, exciting merch. Hopefully that'll be there on time. And uh, you can come and have a look at that for for Dungeons and Dragons. Come and meet us, say hello, and then watch our uh, very first live show on the Monday at three. Excellent. Mm. Now, if you're up for some Game of Thrones spoilers, then oh, brace yourself because we we got them in spades. Uh, Game of Thrones spoilers for the third last episode coming up right about now. I got very excited in the opening credits when they had Ian Glenn's name and I went, oh my God, maybe it was all a mistake. Maybe he didn't die at all. And the first shot is his dead body on a pyre. And I went, oh, that was a fucking roller coaster of about 20 seconds. Yeah, Alfie Allen was in the credits too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just a big old barbecue. Mm. I just looked at all that meat burning and just thought, fuck, that must smell great. I know. So disgusting. Like, but it, it made me... Hard. <laughs> did not make me hard. Okay. Um, I thought that after the people had been um, reanimated by the Night King... Yeah. ...that don't all those reanimated things... Do they not all pff away when he dies? Because, like, a lot of them did. But then, like, the little baby Mormont, who was reanimated, she did not pff away. She was, her body was still there. I don't know. So... I'm like, oh, okay. They're they're really not. Um, they're really not getting bogged down in details these last couple of episodes. Know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't want to say that because you know our our pal Jody mm. down on the forums there. He'll keep mm. saying no, but this. Yeah. No, that's fair. Jody. Will, you know, will like come there, up there, with there a are people do. Yeah. Go. Oh no, no. Like, but remember this, and then you go. Yeah. Like, don't you only just go poof if you get um, dragon glass or something like that? I reckon that's the case. No, but when he was killed, all his minions, like... Were they just falling over like battle droids? Maybe. Because Arya essentially the... was Anakin Skywalker yeah. as a child flying into the centre of that droid command ship. Mm-hmm. And then they all just started... Like, because the dragon didn't go per foot. It just collapsed down like a battle droid. Okay. Okay. And, and, and his last words were, Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So look, that's solved already. Yeah. We don't even need to take that to the people's court. <laughs> um, Overruled. I, I was surprised to learn that people generally did not love this episode. Oh well, look, people are dumb because it was great, <laughs> and then this is why. Because I, I think when you look at the Game of Thrones speculation over the years, mm-hmm. there's been so much energy put into the John is a Targaryen, they're related, yep. and, and we're going to see. Daenerys and John flying around on dragons, mm. doing shit and everything. And look, everyone was right. We did. We did yeah. see all of that. Yeah. But we haven't really thought, well, what happens then? Mm. And they suddenly put us in this point where the politics behind Daenerys and John mm. are very interesting, very split. And to be honest, I don't know where it's going now. And that has reignited my interest and excitement and when that episode finished i if i could just watch the next two straight away i would Mm. i was so interested um because i i think that i'm I'm still team danny 
And that's a sketchy place to be because I think morally, we're, it looks like we're going to see her going mad king, where she's going to be burning everyone alive and mm-hmm. have to be put down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a real shame because I, I think there's something very interesting about gender politics there. Mm-hmm. Not just the obvious her sitting back and going, well, look, he's a guy and now they're all like, oh, well, John's the hero. John should do this. And she's done all this work, put all the pieces in place, and then she's sitting there in his shadow Mm. going, well, what the fuck? But then that's doubled with the idea that when women start to get tough or angry or emotional about something, it's easy for people to go, oh, crazy lady, she's Mm. gone crazy now, we have to deal with it, Mm. which I think is fucked as well. Mm -hmm. And then also you hear about this idea of women sabotaging women. Mm. Which you think that obviously Sansa... Sansa is doing, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, John's... Look, you got to swear to me, don't tell anyone. Mm. Yeah, okay. Smash cut. All of Westeros knows. Yeah. It's like, once Varys has got it, it's oh, all over. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, like, you know, Sansa and the Starks, they seem to have the moral high ground at the moment. Mm. But I'm, I'm like, nah, fuck you guys. Yeah. No, I've been uh, off Team Danny for quite some time, so I'm... I don't... Not that I want John to like, win as such. I don't particularly necessarily want him on the Iron Throne, but I'm just a bit sick of Danny. Um, my favourite scene was when they were at the big feast and Neris looked around and realised she just had no mates. She was just no mates, Danny. And everybody else was having fun and hanging out with their friends. It's because she didn't have a dick, though. Yeah. And they were, like, just all about the dick at that point. Hmm. They don't, they don't, they don't trust her. They don't believe in her, and I don't think that's that's rubbish because she's done all the the hard yards. Yeah, but they like. I mean, they've spent a million episodes like laying down the groundwork that she's an outsider, and they don't trust her. Okay, no, that's said though. Let's be fair. Let's be even-handed. Mm-hmm. Her plan of attack was pretty fucked. Like everyone was bruised and battered and oh yeah, fucked she's, up. She's like, let's go straight into it, and everyone's like, maybe like don't do yeah. that. And yeah, and then they got wiped out. Yeah. In a second. Yeah. Because I feel like... And the thing that, that, like, that did start to turn me off Daenerys earlier is that she has very grand plans in her mind. But once it actually comes down to doing those things and um, getting to the pointy end of sort of what she feels is her destiny, she doesn't actually know what she's really doing. Um... So I think that she's she's set herself up for failure. She's set herself up for failure already. Because mm. I mean, even though John doesn't want to be, uh, you know, king or anything like that, like literally in the first episode, like the first scene of the first episode, where Ned takes Rob and John to, you know, witness the like Lord's justice or whatever, and explains to them what it is to be a fair ruler and stuff like that. Like John's had that education for his entire series and Danny's just kind of rolled in and gone, but I have dragons and good intentions. It's like, well, that's not, that's not really how it works, Daenerys. I thought that the dragon dying was pretty great. Like, it was a good bit of symbolism because mm. it it sort of shows in a quite literal way that there is no longer a place for John at Danny's side. This mm. idea that there were going to be this dragon riding couple going on and doing everything together. Mm. Like, it's just not possible anymore. Mm. It, it isolated her from that possibility in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, um, you know, and was a further breakdown of her control over everything and, mm. and, and sort of punishment for her hubris of going straight in. But, um, yeah, that idea that 
only one of them is, is going to be on a top Drogon at the end, should Drogon survive. Mm. But we got, um, we got some farewells, some people that we probably won't be seeing again. Yeah, which seems... And again, I know they're only secondary characters, but they are fan favourites. And it, it seems, I don't know, weird to just be like, okay, bye, Tormund. That's it. All done. Back off to the wild. Well, either that or he's going to die. If he's going to go down to King's Landing and die. And, and that, was, yeah, that was never their battle, really. No, Enough, no, it wasn't. Some, nothing that they were interested no, in. No, absolutely not. Obviously, the fans are very upset um, about the pawning off of Ghost. Onto Tormund. Yeah, because yeah, well, that just feels like they really hate animating ghosts because they only ever put him in for a couple of seconds. Yeah, and, and they were just basically like, oh, we couldn't have John interact or Pat ghost because that was just too difficult. And everyone's like, oh, okay. Well, like, have him die in the fucking battle then. Like, you know. You know the Adventures Poor of ghost. Tormund and Ghost. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah everyone, I, I would everybody. Def- I would definitely everybody watch that. would watch that. He's singing ballads of his big woman. You know, and Sam's got a happy ending for now. Mm. You get another baby in the bun, in the oven bun, and of the baby lady thing. So that's something. Yeah, Sam. Like I. It looked jo- look, Sam. He loves the fuck. He well, he does. That's what he likes to remind John. Yeah. Um, that as someone who was previously celibate, mm. uh, as a brother of the yeah. wall people, um, that are you aware that he likes to fuck? He does. And now he's got some proof that he likes to yeah. fuck. Um, and that's all he's he's ever wanted. I'm so shocked that he survived this series. So shocked. I just it, he just seems like prime fodder for an emotional kill off. Yeah. It might have just seemed sort of cruel and unnecessary after some of the other ones we've had. I don't know. Yeah. But he's, he's escaped, it looks like. But we don't know what sort of situation Westeros is going to be in by the mm. end of it. I hope it's shocking. Mm. That, that's really what I want out of it is, you know, there's been a lot of stuff that has been confirmed and that we've been predicted. But if, if this is it for these characters, I, I hope there is a real shock. Mm. and that there's some real fuck-off deaths that we're like, oh, really? Like, that would make me happy. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, there's there's some things that I kind of hope slash assume will happen, um, and I would like them to surprise me and do better things than those, but I guess if they if they, they do the things that I'm hoping they will, then, you know, that's I, I can't really get too mad about that either. I just think at this stage they've got... You know, nothing to lose and everything for mm. gain. I <laughs> um, didn't say goodbye to Sansa either. What a bitch. Um, no, Sansa's in my bad books. No, Sansa's fucking rad. No, I Sansa's am... been a lump of fucking dough for so much of the series. Yeah, And now, like, you know, oh, I put on a, a black dress couple of seasons ago and now look at me nah Sansa's dope the now only thing I'm the boss the only thing I didn't like about Sansa in this episode is that line they gave her about basically like oh but I wouldn't be the person I am today unless I was like raped by all these people and I'm like Mwah. you might still have been Sansa um but oh what the fuck was I gonna say so did you think that when Jamie left yeah because obviously Jamie got his fuck on and then um Left like an animal. Humped and dumped. Yeah, it was so mean. There's been two, like, some people have interpreted that scene completely differently than what I did. I assumed that he was saying, you know, basically, I'm going back to Cersei because I can't not be with Cersei kind of thing in, like, a positive sort of way. Like, he's going back to help her or to rationalise with her or something like that. 
But other people are going, no, no, he's going back to, to kill Cersei. And I'm like, oh, I just don't think that's that's what he was going for in that scene. No, my impression was that he was basically saying, look, I did all these fucking things for her. Mm. Like, do you, like, fucking understand how much that woman means to me? Mm. Like, and that that can't suddenly be knocked out of me and then mm. me just be suddenly, oh, okay, well, let's go kill her. Mm. Like, I fucking moved heaven and earth for that woman. Yeah. She's in trouble. I'm going back. Fuck yeah. yous. Yeah. I'm going to be there with her. I still think he ultimately kills her. I, th- I think that's it was, my prediction. that was his, you know, that's his number one priority. Mm. Let's kill Danny by doing the Kingslayer thing again. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll find mm. out. But what, what I liked about it as well, you mentioned Varys before, was just those scenes with Varys and um, li- little guy just chatting mm. about the politics. Because... He was such a big part of the show before, and also that idea that people on the fringes, not necessarily the people who were the big fighters or whatever, were able to influence the outcomes of these things mm. in the way that Joffrey was taken out, for example. Mm-hmm. And we've become so battle-focused and so about all the fighters and all the swordplay and stuff that it's almost stopped being that show that it was before, mm. and now there was this hint of, no, it's going back to that idea of... There are these people that view all this stuff that aren't fighters mm. that really can influence the tide of what's going to happen with their uh, with their big brains, mm. you know? Mm. So, hey, look, brawn. I like a bit of brawn occasionally, but uh, let, let's not rule out the brains of some of these bad bad uh, bad boys mm. and, and, and uh, bad ladies. I saw a picture of the guy who plays Varys, like, at the season launch or premiere or whatever. He has hair. It was very unsettling. Well, that's very uh, misleading, mm. to be honest. Mm. And I would like to see someone uh, maybe investigate HBO on that mm. and uh, let's get some answers because... Uh, it's poor representation. I don't like to be lied to. Yeah... Yeah, it was weird when Peter Dinklage walked out and he was, like, full size. Yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> like, was wearing an NBA sweater. Yeah. Because he was actually... I don't think they wear sweaters. Singlet? Yeah, singlet. You get yeah. warm playing b-ball mm. in a sweater. Yeah. 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 You would. Can't um, unless you were on a, on a nasty dunk? Yeah, unless you're playing basketball in the north, which I imagine it would be very cold. True. Yeah. Oh, he's very tall. He's extremely tall. Um, I think that it was quite funny that the... um, Oh, actually, in Infinity War, he's his real size. He is, yeah. Yeah. Good on Marvel for really bringing people the truth. Uh, That the Sir Friendzone title went from the recently deceased uh, Sir Mormont to... um, Sir Gendry Baratheon of Storm's Hand when he, he shot his shot and then he got shot fucking down. Yeah. That was just, just oh, you could see that car crash coming from a mile away. Just went, Gendry, don't do it. You're not going to get the ending that you want out of this. Too much too soon, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they just had a one, one firsty. Mm. So. And he didn't, you know, from the look on her face. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she she he, needs he to go and experience more dick than he didn't than move heaven and earth, did he? No, he certainly did not. Must and then he just fell asleep. Weird for that actor though, because you know, she was like a toddler in season oh, one. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, I oh, remember that toddler? Yeah. You gotta make out with that toddler. <laughs> yeah. You're like, fuck, oh. I'm not Michael Jackson. How upsetting. 
gross. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that, that happened. And then um, the only other thing I, I can think of that was worth mentioning was Bron being awesome. Mm. Great to see Bron. I just wish, though, that he'd, um, you know, it didn't have to be Tyrion or Jamie because obviously they've got plans for them. But I, I wish he'd, like, fucked up someone just so that you knew that he wasn't here just to play play and, and to mm. tell jokes. Yeah. That you went, like... Look, he's a great character. He's got this really, like, swag, bounty hunter vibe to him. But he, he will kill one of you. He, mm. he's, he's not afraid to take out a main character. Mm. So that, that, I kind of wanted that. Because, you know, now we're at the end. That's the thing. There's all these moments where you're like, oh, could this character be taken out here? Mm. Like, you know, when Tyrion's... I think next, next week it's fair game, yeah, surely. Like, a lot of people are going to die next week. Because when Tyrion even was standing at the bottom of the castle... I was like, are they just going to shower arrows into him mm. and that's it? Like, is it going to be that complete breakdown of this stuff? Because you think at this stage, Cersei's so off the chain mm. that surely anything can happen. Yeah, and she she fucking hates him. Yeah. Like, it's not like there's any sort of um, brotherly love happening yeah. there. She fucking hates his guards. And I'm actually very shocked that she didn't just kill him. And um, our friend lost her head. She did, yes. It actually uh, made me think that the that episode was actually quite held back in terms of um, graphic violence and sex. Mm, it cut away from everything. Yeah, yeah. which makes me think that it's going to go full fucking on yeah. next week. Yeah. Because uh, they don't shy from it. But they sort of, yeah, pulled back on everything and mm. sort of showed us this kind of more... Um, full of you of everything, you know, where mm. everything's at, and then I think we're going to just go crashing through. Yeah. Did you Can't watch wait. the behind-the-scenes feature No, for this I haven't. One? I actually haven't watched any since that first one, to oh, okay. be honest. I haven't had time yet. I, but, didn't, um, I didn't watch the battle one because I wanted to really sit down and, and enjoy that one, but I did watch his last one, and um, it was interesting with that scene with um, Miss Sanday because they'd built... Um, basically this big structure so they could have, like, the facade of the sort of castle when um, Daenerys and Tyrion and that walk up. But obviously because there are people, you know, people around mm. the set and they could see things, they had to build, like, a lower structure for, like, Cersei and the mountain and all that to stand on. And for extra level of secrecy, Missandei wasn't even there. She was shot on green screen. And so she was inserted into that shot later so mm. that no one could even... Um, could get spoils off of that. I'm just like, God, that's a lot of work. Didn't you think that, like, they're standing up there and Tyrion's down on the ground? I thought he was talking a little bit quietly. He was. He should have been yelling. Like, they were very far away. That's the weirdest one in, um... It's in the extended Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Where Saruman's on top of that big oh, yeah. tower and yeah, the hobbits yeah, yeah. are down the bottom yeah. and they're having a conversation. Yeah. And you're like... I mean, he's a wizard, though. And you're like, pull the other one, mate. Yeah, maybe... Fucking bells on it. Maybe he can project his voice. There was a weird. Um, before I saw the episode, I didn't. I didn't get spoiled or anything, but I did see someone on Twitter talking about a really bizarre panning shot, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I'd notice it. And it was when they were um, at the castle waiting to, you know, go and talk to Cersei or whatever, and the camera pans across all those sort of main characters there, and Daenerys and Tyrion and Grey Worm and that. And it almost looks like none of them are actually there. It looks like they're all composited into that shot. So unless that was another um, secrecy thing, I guess I don't, I don't know. But it did it did look very very weird after I had it sort of pointed out that there was a weird uh, weird looking shot in there. All right, so you got heard that here first. There's a weird looking shot. Uh, you can revisit the episode. 
Have a look at it. If it strikes... Uh... Mm. Oh, we've got to into the fucking coffee cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a coffee cup. But it's been taken out now. Yes. On, on the H- erased it. Apparently on the HBO um, streaming versions, they've taken it out. Um, but there are other... I think... Uh, no, it's not on Hulu. Some other some other version that's yeah. still in there. Still got the cup. Yeah, and people are bringing up pictures from uh, earlier seasons where Jamie is holding a cup as well, trying to sort of hide it in his in his uh, costume, but he's holding a red coffee cup. Yeah, mm. Look, not very professional Game of Thrones. Mm. Expect better. We all like a coffee. Yeah. But um, just knock it off the table. You're there to work. Yeah. You know. Mm. Like commit to the scene. Yeah. I like sipping coffee. Just because, the, you know, you're not in focus. <laughs> That's not cool. Yeah. you got to be there to support everyone, even those extras. Because I'm sure they'd all love to be sipping a coffee. Yeah, the extras are outside in the snow. Oh, yeah. Just in a pen. Yeah, they would love it. But no, they, they, they just get slops poured in their bucket. Yeah, yeah. but no. No, no coffee for them. They, they do their part. Yeah. So come on, Amelia Clark. Mm. Be shit together. <laughs> so caffeine-free days, maybe. Yeah. Make you less just, jittery. Just discipline, isn't it? All right. Actors. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck faces. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. I think that, that has to be it. That's it. I, I expect next week's episode we will have a lot to uh, chew on, I suspect. There was a... I haven't watched the trailer for the next one because I watched it on um, Foxtel and they don't give you the trailer. When I used to watch it on HBO, they'd give you the trailer for the next one. I saw it. Um, apparently there is a shot of urine looking up and looking all concerned about something which, uh, people assume is a dragon. Yeah. Uh. And then it cuts. Before you see what it is. Yes. Um, there was a pretty bonkers theory that came out this week, which seems like a, just an insane thing to just cram into this last couple of episodes. But fuck, I wouldn't put it past them. You know how, like, maybe about two seasons ago, Drogon went missing for ages and was just, like, roaming the countryside and uh, killing goats yeah. and children and stuff like that? There is the suggestion that perhaps not all of the dragons are boys and that Drogon actually went off and laid some eggs and that there are young dragons out there and, ah. the, and that some young babby dragons will turn up. But, I mean, they've already sort of established that because Daenerys' dragons are still technically immature dragons, like, they, they will get bigger and stronger than what they are, and that's why they're so easy to kill because they are immature. I think the sort of the, the history of the dragon says that they can't, you know, their um, uh, scales are basically like armour and they're pretty impenetrable. Um that if you had even younger dragons than these guys, they're not going to do that much damage, are they? They're going to be pretty easy to, to get down with a harpoon. So I don't know. The other suggestion was that it is Drogon that he sees, but perhaps Gendry's made him some um, Super Gendry armour, and he's like a battle tank Drogon. Mm. That'd be pretty sweet. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, to introduce more dragons would be just a, just the most balls-out crazy thing. Amelia Clark might be throwing a cup at him. Yeah, maybe. You know, who knows? Yeah, well, it'll be, a, it'll be. You know, she. I mean, why the fuck wasn't she using a keep cup? That's not very fucking sustainable of her. No. If she look, if she threw a ceramic keep cup at Urine Greyjoy and just cracked his noggin open, and that's how the battle ended, that would be perfect. I don't think anyone would be too um, cut up about it. No. So, all right. Well, the thing is, we can't speculate too much because. Uh, by the time this goes out on Monday, <laughs> yeah, it goes out probably after everyone's yeah, seen the episode, and everyone's already like 
yeah, bullshit dragons in a cup. It was a fucking seagull got caught up in his grill. Yeah, yeah. So it was like knows? Yara had learnt the skill of flight, and Yara was just flapping her arms to, just to dive bomb the ship. Flicked a chip at him, and this seagull <laughs> flew in and cleaned him up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's your lot. Fuck off. Yeah. Tinkety tonk. <laughs>